his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Connecticut's news station, WTIC News Talk 1080. Depend on it. WTIC. Yeah, student loans are back. The forgiveness thing. When are they gonna when are they gonna get this to court and challenge it and say that it's not legal? When is the resistance coming for student loans? I don't know. I, hopefully the American people are geared up, and the fact that this is uh, bouncing back into the limelight now is going to create some further backlash, because guess what? Things are not going so well for Democrats. Have you, have you noticed this, by the way, that things aren't going well for Democrats, that the, the excitement they had? Well, here's the headline on the Drudge Report. Dems fear peaked too soon. They're afraid that they peaked too soon. And it's true. Back in July, they had revamped, it looked like, the energy for this, for this fall election. And the dynamic was that abortion and Trumpism were going to be the thing that drove Democrats to the polls and allow them to flip the bird to history. And have something magical happen, and and that would be that the Democrats don't get wiped out. Because in normal circumstances, the party that just won the White House gets wiped out in the midterm elections. Well, now it's switched back. Because guess what voters are now concerned about? They're concerned about the big news. The economy is going bad. The feds are panicking over again over how hot the economy is despite all the Hikes in the interest rate. The reason they hike the interest rate is to slow down the economy so they can slow down inflation. If they keep raising it and inflation keeps going up because the economy remains hot, then that means they have to do more aggressive action. And what does that mean for what's going to happen to us economically moving forward? So this realization is going to set in over the next three weeks before we vote, before Election Day. And Democrats, I believe, are going to get swamped. Do you have a prediction on what's going on here? I think Democrats are going to get swamped. It's back to the original prediction. Agree or disagree? 860-522-9842. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. 
Yeah, it's WTIC. 860-522-9842. Terry in Bristol. Hi, Terry. Hey, how's it going? What's up? Uh, anyway, yeah, you know, it's great that it looks like it's all up for the Republicans, and it's you got this great feeling that we're going to go into this war. They're going to find thousands of votes. Gonna, some judge is going to keep the polls open longer. And then Bicewich will do her, you know, her shell game. And, and then so, we'll just be crying in our soup after. That's the way it is in Connecticut. Well, I'm saying that, uh, first of all, on the national basis, things are, the macro is switching. So this is which way the tide is going. And that means that on those marginal elections where uh, maybe we look like we stood a chance, but now that's slipping away. It's going in the other direction. It's going from the, the ones that were slipping away are now coming back home. And that means stronger Republican Party nationally. And that some of that could come over to Connecticut as well. Yeah, it don't look like in Georgia, um, Herschel Walker's going to win. He's a weak candidate. But, you know, other places, we'll see what happens. You know, it'd be Herschel amazing. Walker, I don't know if you heard us yesterday playing some of his debate. He was sensational in the debate Friday. And, uh, and, and looks to me like a strong been, candidate. Uh, you know, I wasn't all that impressed. I mean, I'd vote for him if I lived there. But, you know, I don't know. Warnock's not all that great either, so they got two weak candidates just, like, picking the but we'll see what happens. Maybe out in Washington, the governor's race out there is kind of close, which is really yep. surprising. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah, there's a happens. lot of interesting. I, I think but the uh, Republicans are going to. I think you'll be surprised at how strong this is for Republicans. I think Republicans are going to control the Senate and are going to gain seats in the House. And, and yeah. that will be oh. a surprise for the country, which has been listening to the opposite for the past couple of months. Don't be surprised when what happens in Bridgeport that happens every single time. Oh yeah, well you know they they end up fighting with each other because they steal each other's elections in Bridgeport. So it's kind of a fun place. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. All right. Thank you, Terry. Thank you for being discouraged, Dave and Branford. Hello, Dave. Todd, it's been a while. I have a topic that doesn't fit in, but uh, the ones we've talked about, I would like to comment briefly. I'd rather have a rhino than a Democrat. Uh, I don't agree with the people who are so fussy about the, you know, the hygiene of their Republican candidacy. I take a rhino over a dem. And the last three wave Republican elections, that would be 1980 with Reagan, 94 with the Gingrich Revolution, and 2010 after Obama's uh, mm-hmm. gang in the Congress got thumped. It all turned, the tide turned in the last two weeks. I certainly hope that's what happens this time. The, the subject I'd like to talk about is crude oil. And the amount of gasoline and heat that you get out of each gallon or barrel of crude oil. Okay. The the amount of chemicals that you get out of each barrel of crude is relatively constant. It's kind of like a chicken. You only get two wings and two drumsticks mm-hmm. and two thighs and a breast. And within reason, you can't get four wings and no drumsticks. Mm-hmm. And so we are uh, full on to convert people to electric automobiles so we don't burn fossil fuel. The problem is, out of each gallon of crude, you got about 40% gasoline and 40% heavy distillate, which would be jet, diesel, and heating oil. If you stop burning the gasoline, where do you get the jet, diesel, and heating oil? Wait a sec. 
Are you saying gasoline is a naturally occurring included ingredient in, in when you're taking oil out of the ground, just like getting natural gas? Yes, the gasoline is, is already there included. That weight of molecule is all mixed in with the crude oil. Oh, so the, the, the refining process is just separating the, that that's the molecules. Distillation, that's what distillation means. We fractionally distillate the crude. But and, but are you, but would that and that wouldn't be used so that those those um, gasoline particles in there are are of no consequence. They need to be eliminated so that you can have. You, you know, oil? for those who are interested, early in the, the 1900s, before there were many automobiles, when they refined petroleum, mm-hmm. gasoline was a waste product. It evaporated too quick, and it was explosive. Nobody wanted it. They wow. dumped it on the ground to get rid of it. <laughs> and then at, at some point, we needed more gasoline than we needed heating oil, and we hadn't invented jets. We used to have uh, airplanes needed aviation gasoline, yeah. and so there never was enough gasoline relative to the heavy distillates like heating oil. Now, when we don't use gasoline in our automobiles, because mm-hmm. we've all gone electric, there's going to be a huge shortage, and... Uh, you won't be able to get the jet fuel, the diesel, and the heating oil because we're not refining enough crude. And, uh, you know, Todd, about 10% of the crude oil is what they call wet gases. That would be propane and butane. Okay. You know how some of that is liquid when it's compressed in the tank? Mm-hmm. About 40% is gasoline. About 40% is the heavy distillate, which would be jet, diesel, and heating oil, and about 10% is asphalt, tar, and wax. And the funny thing is, if we don't uh, refine very many barrels of crude, Mm -hmm. where will we get the asphalt to make the roads? We can do a lot of things with windmills and solar power. You can't make asphalt to pave a road. And that's the problem when we stop using fossil fuel. Where will we get the chemical ingredients that make other things that we need? And so I'm just saying, watch out. The percentage difference in price between gasoline and heating oil, and we're going to get a front-hand seat on it this winter, mm-hmm. is starting to get much wider. The heating oil is really going to expand as a price differential over the price of gasoline. All right, well, and, one last question. So, so a jet engine burns basically the same stuff as home heating oil? No, it's, it's a lighter. It's a cut that's equal to kerosene. The molecules are a little heavier than gasoline and mm-hmm. a little lighter than diesel oil. It's 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 called a light. It's called a it's distillate fuel. It's kind of like a clear kerosene. We okay. don't have much market for kerosene anymore, except those heaters people use for emergency. Jet yeah. fuel is a little lighter than diesel. That's pretty interesting. I just imagined that jet fuel was this uh, finer thing, like uh, no, like a fine. You're thinking of the when we used to have aviation gasoline which was a very high-octane product because when you burn gasoline way up at altitude, you need higher octane or it doesn't burn right. Uh, I'm sorry it's a little bit scholarly. and maybe No, I, I, I like it because, you know, you go through life just making assumptions about this but, stuff that's Todd, nearby. The whole point was if we stop using gas so as not to use fossil fuel, we will still need jet, diesel, and heating oil. Right. And when we don't refine the crude because we don't need the gasoline, there's going to be an equilibrium problem right. with what do you do with the percentage constituents of each gallon of crude. And are, are you saying we're in equilibrium right now with each okay. barrel? We, yes. Could, yes. we need so all of it? By the price mechanism, the market decides. And also within a small range, 
We can turn some gasoline to a heavier product. We can methylate it or hydrogenate it and make it thicker and heavier, turn it into jet fuel or heating oil, and you can always crack, catalytically crack, the heavy heating oil and make a lighter product like gasoline. And uh, we've been doing that. Gasoline's been the, pro- the problem for, I don't know, 50 years. Gasoline has been in shortage relative to the heavier refined products. All of a sudden, when we need that heating oil in the jet, and Todd, there's no way to run a locomotive on a battery. <laughs> there's just no way to do it. <laughs> and so we're always going to need diesel to move something like a train. And I don't think Biden and the green weenies have really thought this out. Well, I don't think they have much interest or motivation to. I I appreciate you gave me all the time to expound on this fact. No, that was really Um, interesting. Thank you, Dave, for sharing it. I'm sorry. Did you want to say something else? No. You good? He's good. All right. 860-522-9842. Isn't that interesting? I was never much of a scientist. I'm not much of a scientist, but, but that I grasp. And and that's intriguing. Mike's calling from Plainville. Big Mike. Who was that, who was that masked man that called in and said he had a, such a great feeling about this election coming up? I don't know. Is he smoking ayahuasca? What do you, why, you have a bad feeling about this election? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't see. Uh, I don't know. There's I'm nothing not good, but, but I'm, good I'm, stuff I'm happening. Right well, part of being a realist has to be to look I mean, at reality which is that these these things are like storms coming in elections are and you really don't know what you don't know what kind of clouds they are until they form at the last I mean, second somebody some of this stefanowski had with his family i mean that's just a little bit too corny i mean he doesn't what's the point he's a uh, family that, man that's great well it's very important because when somebody so the way elections work to a large extent the advertisements that you see on tv is Ned is trying to create a higher negative perception of Bob, and Bob is trying to create a higher negative perception of Ned, and then they're both trying to create better perceptions of themselves. So if you see one of them running a corny feel-good ad, that's to soften their image because they see themselves getting too negative or too high. Like how Americans have been social engineered over the years. You want to talk about that? Is that what you're saying? I was watching an old old Western uh, program called Cheyenne. It was on in the early 60s. Oh, yes. But it's like all, all Indians are bad. They show the cavalry out there. Yeah, well. get the Indians because they're such bad people. Then, then we go to World War II and all Japanese people are bad. We lock them up because they're the enemy. And now it's like today's social engineering, which is absurd, Oh, all police are bad. Any anyone that wears a uniform, watch out, be careful. And that comes from the Democrats, and it's so ignorant. Yeah, they are. They do do their form of uh, bigotry. And people, and people listen to it. That I'm surprised the amount of people that believe this stuff. Well, people people believe what people, uh, what elected officials say, which is pretty bizarre. It's really interesting what Mike just said. Most of what you hear people say about politics is what they have been hearing from the politicians they listen to. And if you think about that, why would you believe a politician? 
amongst the least trustworthy people on the planet. Hello, Gene. Todd Feinberg, good afternoon. Oh, he's fired up again. I can't believe it. Your streak is alive, <laughs> well, I was I was listening along to Dave with his dissertation on the fuel, which he is very accurate. He is. But one of the main things that he didn't mention, mm-hmm. one of the byproducts of refining is an oil product called four oil or bunker oil. It's a thick, heavy oil. In every factory that is not on propane is using bunker or four oil to run their, in their boilers. Okay. That's so- how they run for power in some situations and for heat. All these old buildings were run with four oil. So that's just a very crude oil for a crude burner? It's a very thick, it's a byproduct of refining, and it's called four oil or bunker oil. Mm-hmm. And all these boilers run on four oil. All the old ones? All the old buildings, yes. The ones if, like if when we... natural gas was not available, you were burning four oil. Were those like the, uh, you know how you'd sit in school when you were a kid, and they it would be May, and they hadn't shut off the the boiler yet because exactly because to <laughs> shut down and restart these boilers was a project why because the boiler it couldn't just burn the oil like a regular oil furnace it had to go through a system and be preheated and sprayed into the burning chamber and then it ignited and, and made heat gotcha so so you had to get the all the different pieces of it operating together to get the thing fully started Exactly. Very interesting. Any other great words of wisdom from the past, Gene, that you want to impart? You have a good day. Bunker oil. I want to get me some bunker oil. It was still available. Is that the same stuff you use on, uh, say, a bike chain? Well, it's similar, but it's it's thick. It's very thick. Mm -hmm. Gene, thank you very much. Nice to talk with you. How about that? There's always stuff to be learning. For oil or bunker oil. When I was a kid, my father was uh, always fixing things. And he had his army blankets left over from World War II. And he had his, uh, he even had his, I I never asked him how he got these, but his toolkits were the boxes that they carried stuff in in the military. Did everybody have those assigned or something? I remember those things so well. I remember those boxes and the latches on them and the and the handles that would pop up when you grab onto them. I remember those. And I remember his army blankets with the holes, and we'd use them to tuck in the cars. When it was so cold, he was worried that the engine would be frozen in the morning or the battery would be. And he'd, he'd take a little light bulb. And plug it in and put it right next to the battery to create enough warmth. So, you know, like a 60-watt bulb. And it would just create a little warmth there. And then the battery would be able to uh, turn over the engine in the morning when it was 10 degrees. And he'd use that old army blanket for a little extra insulation under the hood to keep the engine comfy and warm, even while having to sleep outside. The good old days. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt, Hi-ya! and even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. 
But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Now, it's kind of funny how the Biden administration always treated inflation like it was of no consequence. Remember back when they were doing inflationary things a couple of years ago, they ran into office as the big drivers of inflation. They weren't going to worry about it. And now it's Federal Reserve officials have coalesced around a plan to raise interest rates by three quarters of a point next month as policymakers grow alarmed by the staying power of rapid price increases and increasingly worried that inflation is now feeding on itself. Oh, they were so smug when challenged. And look where they are now. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Rob Hyde. Hello there, Rob. Hey, good evening, sir. You sound our late afternoon. You sound you're sounding great. Sounding well, thank you. Well, I'm so, all like, fired up and over COVID. This is great. Good news. Um, congratulations. Yeah, I mean it's uh, we got some real battles, uphill battles. I feel bad for everybody. I just saw somebody post on my Facebook or their Facebook feed today. I saw it on mine. You know, they just paid two thousand seven hundred fifty dollars to fill up their oil tank. I mean, that's that's some real money. You're losing some real money. I mean, let's just go back to to mortgage rates. They were one point. I mean, everybody was locking in next to nothing. Yeah, they've doubled ago. over the last year. They're up over eight percent. So that's real money. People don't understand when they sign these deals. You know, to put down ten, ten you know, ten percent, twenty percent on a house, five percent. Who knows? But when you lock in at eight and a half percent, you're you're basically paying that institution for say, you know, you buy a four hundred thousand dollar house, you're you're almost giving that institution four hundred grand over your lifetime in interest fees. So I mean this is real money, this is real savings, mm-hmm. retirement, everything at Jeopardy, your kids' education, the whole nine yards, because let's face it, these Democrats diesel just hit six dollars a gallon in Connecticut on Sunday. Yep. It's all going yeah. back up again too. It, you know, it's going to keep pushing and it. All, and it, sorry about that. And it all relates to, to fertilizer prices. Those are all petroleum products. So, I mean, and then you just had Blumenthal on air. If you saw Leora Le- Levy's interview last night with Laura Ingram, 
they showed Blumenthal bagging the Saudis and actually talking negatively about them because he he only wanted them to open up their to produce more oil just for the month through election. He pushed for one month. That's how little he cares about Connecticut people and American people. He only <laughs> wanted the Saudis to, and OPEC to produce that one month for, for, for election season, and then he didn't care. Yeah, well, that's how they've written all the policies, too. So, I mean, you got a real opportunity here. you got a great lineup of Republican candidates through the federal, all, all the congressional people, Stevenson, Courtney, Donardis, um, Logan, Lazor, you know, Leora Levy for U.S. Senate, and all your gubernatorial and statewide constitutional offices, Stefanowski, everybody, you have a great lineup to do some real serious change. Yeah. And to, and to be able to, to make things affordable and just some common sense. I mean, no, you're right, Rob. Everybody should be fired up like you are and uh, out there spreading the good word. So thank you for that. 860-522-9842. Jim Watkins joins us in a few minutes. Let's find out how the roads look. From the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center, it's Mark Christopher. Hey, Mark. Now back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah, you remember Jim Watkins, conservative guy. Everybody gets excited whenever he comes on. Changes his website every time he's here so that you can never find him where he was last <laughs> week. It's an interesting branding ploy you've got going there, Jim. Well, and, let's just say that marketing wasn't, wasn't one of my strong <laughs> strengths in college. And Jim lives in Florida, so he's been a transplant since the storm. How long ago was Ian? What was that, a month ago? Ian was about a month ago. Yeah, I think about a month ago, this Thursday. Yeah. That's the yeah, one that hit you, right? We're still living out of suitcases, man. And we just got our, we had our power back. But, you know, what good is power if you don't have cable and Internet? You might as well just keep the power. You don't need it for anything else. So, well, you could still but, live at home and have your air conditioning and stuff. That's true. So wifey and I have sort of escaped from the mayhem. And uh, we're staying at some relatives up north where I feel guilty, horribly guilty, because my brethren, uh, and there are still about 300 families that are without homes, uh, and it's going to take years. There is a lot of tragedy, but uh, there is great progress being made as well. And, you know, just like everywhere else, people, are, you know, they just know how to kick in when the time is right. So we talked about that, that last time. But how so are is you? the, is the whole... Cold. What's that? I said, I, I said, how are you? And I, I hear old man winter is, is uh, nipping at your heels. Well, it is, but we're used to that. You know, it's, this is a beautiful season that I can never relate to because I always feel the foreboding sense of imminent winter. But it's just been such a gorgeous fall. The, the weather has been impeccable for the most part. And comfortable temperatures during the days, you know, mid, mid-60s or maybe more if the sun's shining. And and uh, cool at night, but we haven't had a frost yet, so it's been good. It's so funny on the news. You know, yesterday they came out with the big 75 million Americans under a cold warning, and I, and I wonder how how long did humanity go without having to get alerted every time there was a weather system? Well, think about that. Made it. Exactly yeah. how devastating is it to be living under a cold warning? <laughs> 
<laughs> that's my point. It's like, well, why do we have to? Why do the experts have to alert us every time the weather I, blows? Through? Because apparently we out. react. It must get certain yeah. uh, kinds of uh, dopamines or something being released because they keep doing it. And I notice this on the news all the time. They're all whenever it's a big weather story. They're talking about the gross number of people impacted by the prediction. That is a circle around the area that will be impacted in such a way and give it a, us a number of people. So virtually everything they're talking about is one third of the United States of America, which is 110 million people. Yeah, you get the feeling the apocalypse is coming because it's going to get in that's, the 40s tonight. That's it. That's yeah. what they want you to do. Yeah. But what they don't want you to know about is why on earth is Boston University doing gene, gene transplants with the Omicron to make it more powerful? I, this, this is breaking news. It just happened today, and I guarantee you half of your listeners haven't heard about it. No, because it, actually... it's, it's been on, uh, I don't know, we talked about it earlier a little bit. It is oh, pretty amazing. Go ahead, tell people about it. Well, basically what they did was they took the little pointy thing, on the Omicron, because the Omicron spreads, but it doesn't make you real sick. So our brilliant geneticists at, at Boston University decided, why don't we take the spikes from the Omicron and put it on the original Wuhan version and see what happens? And then what happened was it became 800 times more lethal. And I'm just thinking to myself, I know in Wuhan they had the BSL lab, which probably looked like something out of the Andromeda strain, what do they have at Boston University? They've got a cafeteria down the hallway, and anybody has access. And I'm wondering, how are they going to keep this in the can? Uh, they're, they're messing with this stuff, and we're funding it, and it, and it, and it is outrageous to me. <laughs> it, is, it is a devastating, the potential is devastating, and why they would be messing around with that. Like, what's the research benefit? of creating such a demonic thing? Well, if you ask Fauci, it's so that they could come up with a better antidote, which that was the reasoning behind the gain of function. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, that's another good reason why there will be a red wave in a few weeks, and we'll get some sense and equilibrium back, and we'll start to hold these people accountable, which is what we've been not doing for the last two years. We're not holding our trusted leaders accountable with the decisions that they're making. It is interesting how they uh, they provide us reminders, though. Uh, they sure do. I, I, uh, I, I think the sad part of all of this is that there's a, a real leadership void, and this is why Xi Jinping is now asserting himself as the new premier for, you know, for life in China, because he sees that there's weakness in the West, mm -hmm. and he's going to take advantage of it. And that, to me, is sometimes it keeps me up at night. Sometimes it doesn't, but... Recently, it has. But, uh, you know, we talk about this stuff, and we're always expecting the worst. But through some miracle of life, things some, you think they're going to get really bad, but then they don't. And then you wonder, well, you know, I guess it's, it, I guess it's the pessimists in all of us, right? Well, no, it's that we, we, we look at things that are dangerous and assume they will continue to become more dangerous, that things, that, that paths don't change. And then... And then they do. You know, it's not easy to become the most powerful nation on Earth when you're China, when you've got a lot of poverty and you're just beginning, really, to get your population into modernity. And mm -hmm. that's a long, tough 
hall to to bring a civilization in that direction and not have them be rioting in the streets and things like that. So, yeah, it's complicated. It's It's just like what's going on with the election cycle. So the elections, you know, back a few months ago with the Supreme Court ruling that put the elections in a new direction and that ran out of steam. And now it's back to the economy. Well, it's interesting if you saw the poll that was out. I can't remember. It might have been a Quinnipiac poll, and they showed the most trusted politicians. And, of course, Ron DeSantis was at the very top. But it's interesting who the top, well, not a Democrat, because Bernie Bernie Sanders is not a Democrat, but he was the fifth. He ranked just below Trump in popularity among voters. Isn't that fascinating? We could be looking at a Bernie Sanders president. Well, he's always been, you know, he was uh, in the same year that Trump won in in 16. Bernie was the almost Democratic nominee who had to be stopped by the rigging of Hillary Clinton and the Democratic Party. And I'm thinking maybe a Bernie Sanders Ocasio-Cortez ticket. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, but nobody thought Trump would be president either. So it'll be interesting, and especially for you guys up north who, uh, are you friendly with Vermont? Uh, you guys get along okay? Yeah, we, uh, we do fine. You know, they're socialists. They're quiet up there. There aren't a lot right. of them. <laughs> and they go there for the quiet, and uh, they can't afford to drive anywhere because they have to go 100 miles just to go to the store. Yeah, that's right. But, you know, they choose that lifestyle. They're sort of laid back. But it is. I, I, we're three weeks away. Everybody said saying we're going to have a red wave. Maybe we will, but my fear is that we'll get these people in office, and then nothing's going to change. Well, that's be the same bickering. That's a that's a different problem, though. It's better to have our guys not fixing things the way we expect (laughs) than it is to have their guys destroying things the way we do expect. It's like a bad episode of Get Smart. You know, you've got (laughs) Maxwell Smart and Larrabee standing by. Anyway, but, you know, well, persevere. Uh, great, great new articles on my FloridaLifeIsBetter.com. I've got a new Oh, you didn't change now. the name to Florida didn't Storms change. Are Better. I did not, no, I didn't. I decided to stick with what your, your advice, so thank <laughs> you for that. <laughs> FloridaLifeIsBetter.com. And you've got because some good stories is. posted there? Good stories and good commentary, too. It's growing pretty well, and I appreciate your audience and some of the great comments we get from up north. So it's good to hear your voice, my friend. Jim Watkins, thanks so much for being here. We will talk to you again soon. All right. Talk to you soon. Appreciate it, sir. The great James Watkins, who actually left his domain intact for right now. It is a, uh, well, this, this whole political prognostication, Jim is right that it's dangerous and it's hard to know exactly what's going to happen, even if you do get your people in. But that's always our problem, the first getting them in, and then second, that's when you have to start watching them like a hawk. You can't just elect people and walk away and think they're going to take care of things, just like you wouldn't, you know, if you hire somebody to mow the lawn for the first time or to paint the house, what do you... Say, we'll be back in a couple of days. We're taking a little vacation. Here are the keys. Call us if you need anything. You don't do that. You stay there and you watch them. But we don't, we don't do that with the politicians. The politicians need to be scrutinized and 
arm twisted and leveraged and intimidated and reminded at a regular basis when you meet them at the grocery store or wherever, you've got to be on them all the time. And you can't believe those things they're saying to you about you've got to go study for yourself. Trust, but verify. And I don't agree with the trust part. Just verify. What do you do with your kids? I remember, I remember once when we went away. Well, I don't know why we did it. We only went an hour away. Stay over at a friend's house. And uh, this was my, my stepdaughter was maybe uh, 15, 16, and we left her alone overnight. And uh, next thing we know, we get a call from the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> about a what is going on at your house i don't know we're away well danielle must be having a party that was funny you know you just don't do that right you you have somebody who's got your phone number so they can call you or you otherwise maintain scrutiny so yes we have to do that of course what, what's inexplicable is that most people don't even agree with that suspicion, I think. I think most people don't agree with the idea that you have to watch them. But look at what state government has done to this state. Look what it has done. It has taken $100 billion and just thrown it away. Thrown it away. It's the biggest theft well, it's got to be one of the biggest crimes in human history. After the $31 trillion, they've done the same thing with in Washington. Really, the only thing we should be talking about election time is how much they have robbed us blind. How much, how much incredible human performance has been squandered by these politicians who walk around like they're so important and so impeccable and so unquestionable. You can't question them. They just know too much about what's going on. Hi, who's this? You're on the air. No, you're not. It's not working. There it goes. Hi there. Who's this? Don from East Hartford. Don, you're on the air. Go ahead, buddy. Todd. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's Don. Yes, Don. Go ahead. I just heard. I heard you. you um, a statement. You made a statement just now where you said, uh, "What? No, not you. Did your your guest." Jim, yes. That, um, they, they, we, 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 put, we vote out the, de the Democrats and vote in the Republicans and nothing changed. And that mm -hmm. was a brilliant statement. Yes. Brilliant that statement. It is true. I, I've been in this country since 1986, and I've seen no real change from either party. Yeah, it's a very hard thing to change. In general, what they don't, uh, they don't use political capital, is the expression they would use, to undo bad things that have been done. They want to use that political capital to do the good things that they want to do. And that's the excuse. They never look back, and they never undo past bad things that they rail against while they're campaigning. Because they are from the same club, Todd. You're well, that's part of it. Club. That's part of it, but it's also you could go back and have a big fight over trying to undo something that was done a couple of years ago. Like, say you just wanted to get rid of um, tax, a tax increase that got passed a couple of years ago. Well, you'd have to fight really hard to get that 
that tax increase overturned, you might fail, and then you would have nothing to show for it. Much better, they think, to move ahead with some new policy that you want to do. But, yeah, you know, you're right. They play for the same team, basically, which is the, the uh, elites. They're on the team of the elites. The lobbies who goes to Washington to, to, to defend all of these people. Yes, or go to Hartford. They're, yeah, they're yeah. all on the same the team same that thing. way. The same thing. Yeah. Yeah, and a I lot of them want to work for a lobbyist when they get out of office. Of course they do. It's a game, Todd. Yes, exactly. It is a game. All right, man. Thank you, Don. It's always good to talk with Don. It is. It's good to talk with Don because he, he got, he's got those pearls of wisdom and a, uh, I don't know, he's a little fatigued about it, but the fight goes on. 860 Next hour, we'll start off with rants, and then the second half hour. We'll take phone calls during the rants, sure. And then during the second half hour, Tom Scott is here. And uh, joining us right now, Mark Christopher in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.